1: Mondays on the HUGE show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app today and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups like an NBA pre-game money line bet for new customers of just five bucks could get you $150 in free bets if they win. Or you can get it on the action tonight with TCU in Georgia in the college football playoff national championship game, NHL, golf, soccer, and more. Michigan Michigan State hoops. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. It is a Monday broadcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan.
0: 4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the auto value bumper-to-bumper parts studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is a
1: glorious Monday to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. What the Lions did last night... The only thing bigger in my life as a Lions fan would be when Barry and the crew rocked the Cowboys at the Silver Dome in January of 1992 in that playoff game. What the Lions did last night is the best and biggest thing since then. I know some will say, well, it had nothing to do with the playoffs. No, that, that, that game had so much meaning and the potential for a disaster after Seattle, courtesy of Baker Mayfield having the game-winning touchdown in OT underthrown, and then a former Lion from the Quinn-Patricia area. Well, that would be the area that's marked off now near a prison in southeast Michigan. From the era, gets the pick, and I knew. I said the minute I heard Quandre Diggs get the pick, they're going to drive and win the game. And it was a letdown, man, for me, just as a fan. As a guy who does a statewide afternoon sports radio show. I'm thinking, there's no way this team can get up. Look at... The game was being shown on the big screen at Lambeau. I saw that from the local NBC affiliate. What are the Lions playing for? And then Dan Campbell... Goff, Glenn, the entire coaching staff put together a playoff-like performance. Sure, if Seattle would have lost, then the Lions are playing for something. Is that a different feel? Is the play calling different? Are they tight? They were tight early, but the defense kept them in the game. Just like the Lions, it really was reminiscent of the Packers game at Ford Field earlier in the season. And the inspired effort by the Lions defense, instead of it being 17-3, 21-3, it's 9-3. They miss a field goal. You're like, oh my God, you know, things are happening. I know how this ends. You're watching it. You're like, I know they're going to blow it. We're going to look back. They're going to have this fumble. They're going to have this interception. They're going to have the miss field goal. Damn, Baker Bayfield. I'm like, you know what? We're at the point, and I had to, in a really a deep breath before you hit send on Facebook and Twitter can be a beautiful thing. We're having the root for the Rams minus Stafford after what we went through last year with Stafford winning the Super Bowl and the Detroit Rams shirts. I'm like, no, a team shouldn't be here. Come on, At the point that you're rooting for somebody else. It was stressful, full of anxiety. Man, I'm listening to the 96-1. The game was carrying the NFL Network coverage, the radio version of Seattle and the Rams. And I drop my kids off. You know, I get them every other week with their mother. And I stop to get a a soda. And I'm waiting outside the doors because I'm listening to the end of regulation and overtime. I can't leave my vehicle. People are walking by. I'm pounding and accidentally hitting the horn. I'm mfing everything. I'm listening to it on our flagship station, ninety six. Won the game, and even the the cashier who I know from this convenience store walks out like, thumbs up. You okay? And I'm like, and you know I'm throwing the spaz fit. Yeah, superfly. You really? And then they lose, and I had to go buy, like, the biggest chocolate bar ever and just eat it in my truck like I'm depressed, like somebody just broke up with me. I'm like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, I got the Jimmy Jam Jumbo Hershey's with almonds. It's about 10 pounds. I don't care. I'm going to eat it. People are walking by, got chocolate all over my face. They're like, what's this guy doing, eating feces? (laughs) The lion's lost. I got a Jimmy Jumbo 10-pound Hershey's with almonds. <laughs> 10 pounds. I mean they like a beaver carving out a tree for a dam. Oh, I was so irritated because I was so pumped up about the game starting at 820 that it felt like a playoff game. It felt like a playoff week, weekend, and night. And all I want as a Lions fan, a lifelong Lions fan, is for this team to be able to hang with anybody, anywhere, anytime. And they did it last night. And with no playoffs at the end of the ball game awaiting your mighty Lions, they took it away from Rodgers and the Packers on their home field. They sent them home for a year. If we can't go, you're not going. That was my model growing up. If I can't go, you're not going. I told Marty Boer that originally when we were planning on going. For the national championship game tonight, which I have zero interest in TCU and jo- I can't even watch TCU without barfing. Because yesterday when the Seahawks came through and knocked the Lions out, I'm like, okay, I can only take so much of this emotion between TCU, Michigan, eight days before and this. Come on. And what the Lions did... Uh, what they It wasn't just last night. And outside the Carolina debacle, from one and six, to the lessons learned, to the development of young players, to Aiden Hutchinson on a big stage, the dude lives for the big stage like he did last year against the Buckeyes. It didn't happen against Georgia because they would chip him, double team him. Him and a Jabo. But you look at the fourth down call. They're not playing for the field goal. They're going for the win. There you go, Dan Campbell. Because you were like the rest of the team. And you learned from your mistakes this year. If you look at the NFL this morning, today, this afternoon. You're a Detroit Lions. After you take away... The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, Hurts with the Eagles and the Niners. I think the Lions are the sixth best team in the NFL right now. In the NFL. How they came together. The culture. I mean, you want to hear what it's like after a big win like that at Lambeau to knock out Rodgers? And the Packers, when nobody, Tony Dungy was the only guy in Sunday Night Football to pick the Lions. And this was Dan Campbell to his team afterwards.
2: To do what you guys did, it shows the character of this team and what you're about. We didn't doubt it at all. Coaches didn't doubt it at all. You guys didn't doubt it. Hell no. uh, the schedule makers, the whole deal, Seattle, you guys didn't even bat an eye. You came out to earn your respect and you did that. You earned your respect today, I, mean, I couldn't be more proud. These coaches couldn't be more proud. That's right. I mean, God, do you understand? When I say this is a special group, this is a special group. And by the way, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Right? Because now the idea will be down the road, all roads go through Detroit. That's the way we got to think, man. But, man, when you can win on the road like we just did to a team that is doing everything they can to get in, man, it, uh, it speaks volumes about who we are, that's right. that's what sucks. we're capable of. I, I, I couldn't be more proud. I'm serious, man. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to drink some beer tonight. Give me another one. Cool. <laughs> you already got it ready. Hey, I got two things. I got two game balls. Number one, you know. This guy broke a thousand yards for the season. Listen, oh, yeah. to do that, absolutely he ran his ass off. But your offensive line has got to be doing yes, some sir. damage. All right? So they're part of that. But the other thing is he broke Barry Sanders' touchdown record yes. in the-
3: I just want to let y'all know, man, I didn't really talk about this, and I, I didn't let Sean t- tell the team about this, but my great-grandfather died last week, and I really dedicated this game for him. And Sir. I just want to let y'all know I'm so proud of y'all. I'm so proud of the way
1: y'all work. And all the emotions just hit me after the game, and I just want to say, man, I'm so grateful to be on this team with y'all. Love you. I love, love the you. We
3: love you, man!
2: you brother. The last one here is this, all right? So I'm just telling you. I'm just freaking telling you cuz I've been around, I've been around as a player, I've been around as a coach in this league. We got I'm telling you the best owner. That's right the right best owner.
3: Yes, sir.
2: Everything you could possibly need, every resource, you guys. Yeah. She thinks about you guys all the time, yeah. man. I'm ser- and she knows everything about you. She knows everything about you. But I'm telling you, she is rock solid. She's as good as they come. She's a good freaking person, and she's competitive. And boy, she loves wins. So, all roads lead yeah. to Detroit. There go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right. yeah, so there you go. Dan Campbell in the locker room last night in Green Bay. Mm, just the beginning. That's what it felt like. You know, I'm watching that game, and I'm thinking, you're a top-shelf NFL free agent. Detroit is now a destination you got to think about. Lions have a lot of cap money. What are they picking? Is it 6-18, and 18, I think, after the final shakeout? They're going to get at least two starters, if not three or four, with the second and third rounders they have. This momentum off of last night will be very appealing to national TV networks for the Lions to be in prime time. That win didn't put them in the playoffs, but it put them on the map. It did. It's not Detroit versus everybody now bandwagons are made for winning teams. We all doubted this team at one and six. And you can say it then, you can delete your tweets, you can do what you want to, but off of a three-win season last year at one and six, there wasn't a lot of hope. And you can hear the culture. You can feel it. You can see it if you watch this at DetroitLions.com. You can feel they're on the same page. And Dan Campbell just wrapped up his second year. As a head coach in the NFL, he was learning on the job. You have youth and inexperience is why you've seen this inconsistency. But you watch Jamison Williams, even though the touchdown was called back, you're like, I've never seen speed like that ever in Detroit. Even when it's called back, you're like, I don't care. That guy can run. I'm glad he's on our team. And yeah, his short route running... Isn't there He, he's in my mind, he serves one purpose and probably will kind of like Tyreek Hill, where he's going to be get him the ball short throws where he can take it to the house or he runs by everybody. It's going to be pretty simple. So he was hardly used. This team finished nine and eight. I'm not going to brag about a statewide sports afternoon radio talk show host that said nine and eight back in August. That was me. After the year I took from predicting in Campbell's first year and Goss' first year that he would win more games in Stafford, the friendly and angry fire that I took, my Lord, last night was sweet. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast has his little lion's beanies coming back from Florida. He lit up the lions like everybody did when they were one and six. Off isn't the guy. We need the draft. C.J. Bryce Young, we need, he's not the guy. You see that stat from the last 10 games of the year? He was as good as anybody in the National Football League. Look at how young they are. Look at how much they've grown. And like I said, free agents now are going to say, you know what? I want to be a part of that. You hear the culture. You feel it. You see it. And they sent Rodgers and the Packers home to pack. Not for the playoffs, but the offseason. In a game when they knew they had no shot at the playoffs, they still battled their ass off until the end. And they go for it on fourth down, not playing for a field goal. Hello, Minneapolis, September 2022. Putting that behind us. We're going for the win. We believe. And they did it. And when they got that pass to get to victory formation, all I could think of what did it sound like? An NBC Spanish Universo. What did it sound
4: like?
1: Amen, brother. That was fantastic. That was just beautiful. And then right after the game, how about the Lambo leap, not from a Packer, but from Michigan's own Aiden Hutchinson. Oh! There you go. That was Hutch diving in, doing the Lambo leap with the Lions fans who were hanging around celebrating because that was their Super Bowl last night. The season's over. The foundation is built and the road may go through Detroit. Next step is playoffs. Then home playoff games, God forbid. Ford Field has never hosted one. We will talk about the Lions. Jeff Rizdin from lionswire.com will join us before the end of the hour. Lomas Brown on the Lions Radio Network. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit NFL insider. Frank Schwab, national columnist for yahoo.com when it comes to the NFL. Good and bad. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad from the Lions. Season. You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, Denzel, or Denzel Valentine, almost said Denzel Washington again, Denzel Valentine, and Maine in town tomorrow night. Buy one ticket, get one free every Tuesday inside Van Andel Arena. Grand Rapids Gold in Maine with Denzel Valentine tomorrow night in downtown GR. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge.
5: Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet, live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th.
4: This is the way Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten dollars in cash. Don't miss Piggy Riches, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: Live across Michigan, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I just told Superfly, that's why we ran a little late coming back in. Unbelievable from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Damar Hamlin released and going home. Less than a week after going into cardiac arrest on the field during the Bengals Bills game. God is good, God is great, and the power of prayer. Then what a day yesterday in Buffalo! The opening kick. Return for a touchdown by Hines, and he does it again. Nance and Romo were there. I was watching that Bills Patriots game. The stage of sports and what it does to heal broken hearts, to heal a country. Go back to 9 11. You want the power of sports that a lot of people still don't get. Oh, I don't know why they play. I mean, you know, you get parents, you get moms who are just flat-out morons. Oh, I don't want my kid playing sports. Man, the power that it brings to unite us. Because you know what, when you're watching a game, you don't see skin color, you don't see religion. You're all in a stadium. Yeah, there'll be people in suites. Some drive better cars, but when you're all there cheering on your team or cheering on DeMar Hamlin, you're united, and it's a beautiful thing. And for him, less than a week after dying on the field, and he was revived, and the way the Bills brought out their training staff – And the thunderous roar in Orchard Park, New York, for that training staff. Mm. The power of the people. And DeMar is home. As Josh Allen, the all-star QB, said for the Bills afterward and got choked up, if you don't believe in the power of destiny, That as I posted, the minute that happened, I think it was a former player, Canard, who said, God put a shield over DeMar right now. Mm. Just one heck of a weekend, even when we're starting the show today. And yeah, it's tough to look at TCU playing Georgia instead of Michigan playing Georgia tonight, but... Life is bigger than a game. That's why listening to Dan Campbell and watching the Lions and looking at Green Bay, Quay Walker pushing a trainer, and then I, I forget who it was who came by and gave the trainer a shot with the shoulder or the forearm to the head of Swift, and there's one flag, Walker got tossed. And I'll say this about the Lions, and, and this year, 9-8, and eight, there's a culture there that Brad Holmes and Campbell and his staff aren't allowing any of those players to disrupt the culture and chemistry. And that will take you a long ways. Yeah, you have to watch it all of a sudden if the Lions do win a Super Bowl or Super Bowls, plural. Because as I told James, the game Gemmel from our sister station here at 96.1, the game in downtown Grand Rapids, he's now doing... News updates on Wood. Change in the news game. Why I go back to the Barry era. And I know we'll bypass Stafford, Sue, Calvin Johnson. Because we weren't sure about the coaches. We weren't sure about the front office. We weren't sure about ownership. That where we stand today with the Lions... You believe in the coaching staff, you believe in the quarterback, you believe in the team, you believe with Sheila Hamp who dropped her name forward. Once she dropped that name, boom, they start winning. You believe in Brad Holmes. These are things we've never had as Lions fans. I don't care if you're 18 or if you're 88. Maybe 88 you remember back in the day in the 50s. And those T-shirts that say rebuilding since 1957, I think the rebuild is over. Now it's adding depth, more talent, finding your holes. You get those two first-rounders. You get, what, two second-rounders? There is no reason. And who knows if that's Rodgers' last game, and I'm tired. I will say this about Aaron Rodgers. Great quarterback, but he is a whining baby About, I don't know if I'm going to be back. It could be my last game. I've heard that for three years. I'm done with it. I can't even watch those damn commercials anymore. Because he's got a man bun on. The word man should be taken away with buns. You never go, you know what? He's got nice man buns. No. I ran into Chase Bradman at the Forest Hills Eastern Grand Rapids South Christian basketball game on Friday night he was there with his mom and dad. Marcus works for our flagship station, '96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. I've worked with him and against him for a long time in radio. I saw Chase's hair was so long, and Marcus said, "Yeah, he just got rid of his man bun. I said, "If you would have walked in and I don't would have seen you with the man bun, you lose your man card." <laughs> the lions have the foundation to be a champion. Even when they had Barry, we weren't sure about Wayne Fonts. We always thought they underachieved, right? We weren't sure about the Lions front office. They're missing a shutdown corner. Maybe two. They're missing one more linebacker with speed who can get after the quarterback to put on the opposite side of Hutch. And then you need depth because you never know with injuries, and they need a solid backup because you're one play away From having to use that backup. That's where the Lions are at. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com. We'll talk about the win last night. Look ahead to the upcoming season. The schedule's out. Not days or dates. But who they play. And it's pretty friendly. We'll go through that next with Rizzy. We'll be in the hizzy. From lionswire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast.
0: Everything huge.
6: 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with seven for $7. No luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy seven or more and get each for only a dollar. From Meyer Instant Oatmeal and Meyer Pasta Sauce to Meyer Facial Tissue, there's so many ways to seven for $7. Plus, California Sweet Seedless Mandarins, just 2 dollars for a three-pound bag. And shop the same low Meyer prices in-store and online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
4: We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All Pro wide receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to one thousand dollars. That's right, up to one thousand dollars for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be twenty-one or older than Michigan to play.
0: You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
4: The
1: Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Mondays are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. Get in on tonight's TCU Georgia action. It stinks that Michigan's not playing Georgia tonight or Ohio State for the national championship. Speaking of Michigan, the Wolverine.com tweeted out the story that Blake Corum is coming back for his final year at Michigan. And catch up on that story at TheWolverine.com. But Corum is back. You have Edwards, McCarthy. The Harbaugh story reportedly now got an interview with Denver last week. We get the those who stay will be champions. I'm getting tired. i tell you, between Rodgers complaining about whether or not he's done and Harbaugh saying after last year that if you want me, I'm here for good. And now reports have him interviewing for the Broncos job. It's crazy. But quorum coming back is uh, big news for Michigan. Lions conversation dominating the start of this show. Let's go check in with Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. And uh, Rizzy, I know it wasn't a game that put them in the playoffs, but the way the Lions played start to finish, uh, that's about as good as any team in the NFL can play on the road at Lambeau.
7: Oh, absolutely. And the fact that they still treated it like it was a playoff, like win-and-you're-in type of game, even though it wasn't, I think that speaks to where this team is at and the maturity of such a young team. They, they were the better team. They were the better prepared team last night. And, and Green Bay had everything to play for. If they won, they were in. And uh, they just, the Lions outclassed them uh, in, 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 in any number of ways. And I think that points to... Uh, a very bright future for Detroit. Look, it was a great win, getting above five hundred for the season. Nine and eight, uh, they went eight and three in their last eleven, Man. and I think that that sounds a great statement. You know, we we talked. It's interesting you, you you phrase it. They were one and six and finished nine and eight. Okay, that that's pretty cool. Um, but going, you know, eight and two over the last ten, like that's. That, that that puts it in a different perspective. I think that shows where the arrow is pointing for this team, and that's straight up. And uh, it went straight up uh, parts of Green Bay last night that uh, I think we're pretty happy
1: about, too. And went straight up some certain areas we can't really discuss uh, on air, as we're a family friendly <laughs> show. Uh, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, co host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube, joining us on the Meyer uh, guest line. Yeah, that foundation is set that. Campbell talked about afterwards Uh, the road will go through Detroit Uh, I think the rebuild you know we've used that line rebuilding since 57 is over so now this offseason when you look at it uh, is it now with the shakeup with the Rams losing the Lions losing uh, is it six and 18 in the first round for the Lions or what's that number on those two first round picks?
7: Yeah, they're picking 6 and 18 and then in the second round they are at 49 and 60, although that last one depends on how the Vikings finish out. So, uh they're looking pretty good. They got they got four picks in the first 60 pick 60. Uh that that gives them a lot of flexibility to do whatever the heck they want in the draft.
1: I go back to our conversation last week on Air Rizzy, where, you know, weaknesses, what do they need now next level uh, to win the NFC North next year be a playoff team? Maybe even get multiple home playoff games. Backup QB, shut down corner, if not a couple of corners, but we'll go with one and not get too greedy. Maybe from those two first-rounders, at least one. A linebacker with some more speed. You could play opposite side of Hutch, which we'll get to Hutch uh, in his season. He had in a moment. Uh, But really, those two first-rounders right now, if the draft was tomorrow, uh, and the lions are picking six and 18 what positions not necessarily players but what positions would be priority one and two
7: yeah i think you hit on on a couple of them there cornerback is is definitely one and, and, and again it's a fantastic draft to need a cornerback uh, I'm not even halfway through the, the evaluations on on the class and I'm already like there's some dudes in this class that are gonna going be really really good in the NFL uh, so that's certainly something they need to hit. They do need another defensive tackle uh, with Isaiah Bugs and Benito Jones both being potential free agents. Look, both those guys played played their butts off last night, and you saw how good they can be when that defensive line plays well. Uh, I hope that they bring Bugs back at minimum, but uh, that, that's something that they have to look at. Jamal Williams is a free agent. Craig Reynolds is a free agent. Justin Jackson's a free agent. So they got to shore up the running back room. Uh, that, that's a need. That's not necessarily a first round need. Uh, and again, that's another place where the free agent class is absolutely boffo loaded. Uh, Jamal Williams is going to be a free agent this offseason. Led the NFL in touchdowns this year. He might not be one of the ten best backs available in free agency. That tells you where the the, the, the free agent class is. So they got to get that uh, backup quarterback. Certainly, with Golf being the only quarterback under contract, uh, we're going to have a lot of debate this offseason about whether you draft one early, draft one later. Sign a free agent, uh, regardless of how they get it. That's something they absolutely have to get. Uh, again, linebacker, you hit on that. That's a good one. Uh, I do think that their prioritization of linebacker is going to be interesting to see because uh, they dabbled with James Houston being more off-ball linebacker in the last couple of games, and he wore it pretty well. If they can do that, they they're they're still got Rodrigo. They still have Derek Barnes. Uh, they, they they've got some potential to do some flexibility there. And then my personal number one need for the defense is the slot corner. Will Harris is gone. I don't really expect him back. Uh, that they, they like to play a safety there. That's something that they're going to have to get. It is a guy who can play, uh, ideally, a safety who can play the slot corner role, the way that Jalen Petre did for, for Houston this year, the way Car- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson does for Philadelphia. That's the biggest need on defense right now, and that's something that they're definitely going to prioritize, uh, whether in the offseason uh, free agency or draft.
1: But with the depth of that draft and also the salary cap freedom they have, they should be able to fill every need. And I'm talking not just gap guys, but I'm talking players who contribute this fall.
7: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they're, they're going to spend a little bit. Uh, their, their tight end room probably could use a, somebody a little bit higher end than, than Brock Wright, though I don't think they're very disappointed in that. They do have to get a right guard somewhere. That's that's generally a position where you can find a guy in free agency. That the way that they found Evan Brown, the way they found Big V, uh, and look, they're going to have more money that, to spend depending on what happens with guys like Brockers and, and Vitai. Uh, you know, they they've, they're going to have a, a, a fun off season, But it's great that you're going into an off where you're not trying to rebuild. You're trying to like tweak now. Um, you know, you're, you're not overhauling the. You're rebuilding the engine. You're you're you're, you're tuning it up. And I think that's that's a fun way to approach it. And it's, it's a different mindset that we as fans and media are going to have to get into. Is like, we're not relying on our fifth-round pick to start anymore. Like, he might not make the team. Like, that's how good this team is with, with a young talent right now and how good of a shape they're in with the roster. Uh, it, it's it's going to be finding good fits, culture fits, guys who, who want to play the way Dan Campbell wants to this team to play, I think you see that they've done a pretty good job of identifying that, and uh, I'm 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 just excited as heck to, to start diving into seeing what where where, where they're going to go. And one of the things that I do at Lions Wire every offseason is I do a, a mock off season. It's not just a mock draft, but I project who gets cut, who uh, who can be signed in free agency, who you can let go, and then do a mock draft with it. Uh, the first one of those is coming later this week, and uh, I, I got to tell you, man, it's, it's so weird. Finding the needs and, and all the available options that they have, and the fact that, like, one of these guys could be the reason why they win the NFC North next year, instead of one of these guys could be the reason why we don't go 5 and 12. Uh, it's, it's a very fun place to be right now.
1: Jeff Risden for the dot Follow the Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter. Also, a co host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear weekly on YouTube joining us on the Meyer Guest On. Yeah, because our. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad for the Lions season. And I think the bad is really limited. Uh, Boyle was a horrible pickup uh, as a backup QB considering the money they paid him. Defense was bad uh, the first seven games. Uh, game clock management was bad during that first seven games. But, you know, you watch Dan Campbell learn from Minnesota and go for it on fourth down. Did kick the field goal last night to put it away. I think Campbell grew as a coach. Aaron Glenn grew as a coordinator. Ben Johnson was fantastic. Uh, and again, Campbell gave that up. You know, the negatives are really limited. This team is close. And not just close to being a playoff team. We're talking about contending now. Because if I look at the NFL today, as we talk, Rizzi, uh Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Philly with Jalen Hurts, and San Francisco when fully healthy, would be the five teams that I would put in front of the Lions right now in the NFL that the Lions are legitimately, no matter how you want to go back and forth, a top ten team in the NFL going into next season.
7: Oh, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on that, and it's going to be fun to see when the the preseason power rankings start coming out. Uh, and there's probably some outlets that have those coming out pretty soon, but there, the Lions should be. Um, should be second in the nfc north if not first i minnesota we'll see what happens with minnesota in the postseason i i don't know where to go with that honestly but in terms of like the the young talent on the team and look you talked about the 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 growth of the team don't forget this was the youngest team in the nfl specifically on defense and a lot of the improvement just came because the players got used to being nfl players and playing together that's not going to change like that's that's only going to get better so uh, yeah it's Oh man, I, I, I'm thinking about the, the the teams he just rattled off there, and, and who else would be above them? Like Baltimore, who knows what's no. going on with them? The Lamar's yeah, leaving.
1: I, I think Lamar's going to be a New York Jet.
7: That's, that's going to be a fun development to watch. Yeah, they they don't seem all that inclined to pay him. That's that's definitely one of the NFL. That's why he's not playing. He's
1: done. He's not going to go out playing hurt and uh, lose that uh, monster contract during the off season. Hey, wanted to get your thoughts, Jeff, before we're done. Uh, The Lions home and away schedule. I did share your story for the lionswire.com at huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Uh, The dates and times of the games won't come out until uh, late April, early May of this year, but the Lions home games, obviously bears, Packers, uh, Vikings from the NFC North Falcons, Panthers, Broncos, Raiders, Seahawks. I love that home schedule and away. For the fall of 2023 into 2024, Bears, Packers, Vikings from the NFC North, Chiefs, Chargers, Saints, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Ravens. It's kind of amazing to see how easy on paper the home schedule looks, and then away looks pretty strong.
7: You know, and and the thing that I took from the away schedule, there are only two potential cold weather games uh, outside the division. Uh, and and Baltimore, if you get that game early in the season, it could actually be hot. So they're, they're playing some dome teams. I, I think it's a very right now. It looks like a pretty manageable schedule. Obviously, you don't know the sequence yet, but I will say we got to be careful about judging all these teams because at this point, last year everybody's pointing. Oh, the Lions' schedule is going to be easy. You know, look at look at all the the bad teams from twenty twenty one that they're playing. Well, they had the second hardest strength of schedule of any team this year. Chicago had the highest, and that's because they played Detroit, and Detroit wound up with a winning record. So you got to be careful in judging that, but it certainly seems manageable. Uh, And by the way, there's a couple of of fun potential road trips that are on there. And just keep this in mind, they are due to play overseas, and it's a great year for that to happen because they're they're losing – like they play eight home games and nine road games. One of those AFC road games could very well wind up being in London or Germany – uh, and I hope it happens because, uh, I, look, they were scheduled to play in London in 2020 when COVID hit. I'm bummed because I was going to be over there um, checking out some of my ancestral homeland, and I, I missed out on that. So I, I'm really pumped that they might get a, a road game overseas. That's uh, that's something that I'm looking forward to.
1: Uh, based on how they played the close out the season, I think there will be multiple national TV games uh, for the Lions oh, yeah. this fall, especially on the wayside of the schedule when you got games at the Chiefs, I could see that as a Monday night, Sunday night game at the Chargers, at the Saints, at the Buccaneers, even though Brady will be done, at the Cowboys, uh, at the Ravens. All looks good. You can follow the Lions year around. Uh, the com at J E F F R I S D O N, and also the Detroit Lions podcast. Their reaction to the Packers' win is up right now. Just search. Uh, Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Good stuff, Rizzy. We'll talk later in the weekend studio.
7: It's a great time to be a Lions fan. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, he's excited, man. Aren't we all? When the Lions win, uh, the sun's shining. You hear birds chirping even though it's 32 degrees. You feel different. It's crazy. But that was a beautiful win last night, and I mean that. If you miss any interview, any podcast, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts.
0: Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Mondays on the HUGE show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app today and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups like an NBA pre-game money line bet for new customers of just five bucks could get you $150 in free bets if they win. Or you can get it on the action tonight with TCU and Georgia in the college football playoff national championship game, NHL, golf, soccer, and more. Michigan Michigan State hoops just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code huge when you sign up to get the hookups it is a Monday broadcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan
0: You ready? Now, let's go to the auto value bumper-to-bumper parts studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up,
1: Michigan? It's hour number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. What a night for the Lions in Green Bay. They deny Rodgers and the Packers a playoff spot. Seattle gets in. I love the Seahawks digital team and some of their tweets. and Post on Facebook, hilarious. Uh, taking your reaction, our Bud Light huge question of the day. Good and bad from the Lions season, not just last night, but the season. They can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Arena in downtown GR. They're at home against Maine and Denzel Valentine. The former MSU star tomorrow night, Tuesday home games. Buy one ticket, get one free. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Vanandale Arena box office. Speaking of Michigan State, they played some great defense. Tom Izzo had a better game plan, and Juwan Howard in Michigan wasn't quite taken to the woodshed, but a rowdy Breslin on Saturday and lost in the shuffle of the Lions, and National championship game and Blake Corum coming back. Michigan State posted a big W. Michigan, it's it's easy to watch this team. When they're hitting their outside shots, they're going to be tough to beat. When they're not, and you, you lock them up with some D, and they played some defense on Michigan State, I'll give... Michigan credit, but I just would like to see more set plays from Coach Howard, and I thought Coach Izzo and his staff outcoached him big time. Huge win for Izzo. He did say this is for Mel Tucker. Right? I- Izzo flies the green and white flag. He's the leader. He is. He's the general. It's for Mel Tucker? Really? Uh, okay. What'd he do? It's for Mel. Mel. I pray he beats Michigan again one day, but if he doesn't, at least we got this one for him. All right, so Blake Corham coming back. Lions have the foundation set to become a Super Bowl champion. They really do. And a contender every year for the NFC, next five years. Problem is, you don't want to lose great coaches. Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network just reported in the last 15 minutes that the Texans have requested an interview with Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson for their open head coaching job. So you don't want to lose him. But that's, you know, when you're successful, there's there's two ways here. You're going to lose coaches' assistants who will elevate on other staffs with other franchises, you're gonna lose players who whose value goes up in free agency, but on the flip side, you're going to get free agents who now want to play for you because you are playoff potential championship ready. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you look at Pudge and the building block and the turning point. Was it golf? Which is kind of strange to say. Because you traded away Stafford. He went and got a Super Bowl last year with the Rams. But long-term, by trading Stafford, and I'll give Holmes credit, they're better off. And I didn't see that initially. I did predict Goff would get more wins than Stafford last year. He did this year. I did predict the Lions would be 9-8 and back in August. The foundation that is set is stronger than anything I've ever seen with the Lions, and that's not a knock against the Barry era, or when you had Sue, Calvin Johnson, and Stafford all young, but they were young, and you weren't sure about the coaches, and there was a big coaching carousel. You weren't sure about the front office ownership. Were they meddling or not doing enough? Even the Barry era. You know, the Bobby Ross experiment, the front office, Wayne Fonts was a great guy. Was he a great coach? Only those that played for him would know. But I feel that the foundation, and that would be ownership pushing the right buttons, as Dan Campbell gave Sheila Hamp a game ball last night, that they have golf who's still young, that they have the O-line, That they have the superstar in the making and Aiden Hutchinson the next coming of J.J. Watt. That Jamison Williams provides speed we've only had flashes of that the Lions have never had. That what they did in Green Bay to deny the Packers on primetime TV and Aaron Rodgers a playoff spot. That, to me, is the foundation for a window where in the NFL you're not going to get 20 years for a dynasty, old school Niners or Cowboys or Steelers. You're going to get about a five-year window with salary cap, with contracts, before things change. That's what you're going to get. And I think the clock starts now. So in that window, the Lions should be, and I think beginning this year, judged as the best complete team In the NFC North. I think they're top ten in the NFL right now, if not number six or seven, as we speak. So think about that. You've had Barry, you've had Calvin, but the complete team and foundation is stronger now than ever before. And you witnessed it last night. They weren't playing great on offense early, and even Dan Campbell said it in the halftime, I think with Stark. That, hey, we're going to get this going, right? Or whatever they do their interviews. And his speech that I played earlier in the locker room afterwards, the culture's there. There's so much there that we haven't had, and that's crazy. But it kind of defines that Barry Calvin and Matt Stafford together, all three, won one playoff game in their careers in a Lions uniform. And that was Barry. Calvin and Stafford had zero wins. And I will tell you that barring major injury. This group, before they're done, their playoff win total will push 10. And again, winning a championship is luck, a play, home field advantage, a call. There's a lot that goes into it. But I've never seen a foundation that the Lions have at this hour for the future. Pick six and eighteen. Ton of free agent money. Free agents now saying, "Hey man, uh, get on the phone with my agent. I'm I'm interested in the Lions." More national TV games next year. I guarantee it. They have too many stars. Aiden Hutchinson is must see TV, and he's a rookie. I think Lomas Brown is crying right now on the phone after my opening huge opinion from the Lions Radio Network. Former Lion, how you doing, buddy? I'm
8: good, man all oh, wow. I mean, you went down the list. I mean, you said it all, Huge. I mean, it, it, I, 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 it's exciting. It really is. It, it's exciting, you know, to be a lion fan. It's exciting to be a lion player. It's exciting to be part of the organization. So, hey, man, I'm, I'm just looking for great, great things now, man. You know, the expectations are there now. You know, after what they did, and I, you know, <clears throat> just reflecting back the last night. Or I told Brett, super producer Brett, I told him we didn't get in till five by five this morning. But uh, you know, it's just it. People can't. I don't think you can label them same old lions. I, I, I just. Even if they have some bumps next year, you just you can't do that. I think the label is gone for good. It should be gone for good, especially after you know what they did last night going to Lambeau with nothing on the line. Think about that, nothing on the line and I know how guys think. You know, you just want to get out that game healthy, man. You don't want to get hurt in that game. You know, that's that's what you're trying not to do. And for them to go out and play the way they played, because Aaron Rodgers was running his mouth and they wanted to make sure that he knew that he don't own us like, he owns Chicago, and they did it last night. So I'm proud of what has happened this year. And, you know, the coaching staff, the organization, you're right, man. This is, like I said in the beginning, this was the best coaching staff I had. I've been around since I've been here, and I got here in 1985. And, you know, it's just good things on the horizon. So you said it. You said it, my good man. You led it off perfectly.
1: Yeah, you talk about – Aiden Hutchinson singing Billy Jean on Hard Knocks. You sung the entire Michael Jackson catalog as a rookie in that Lions locker room. 1985, that's like old school flashback right there. I love it, yeah. man. The 80s were great. I, I tell everybody, it's greatest decade uh, ever. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us. You did mention you guys didn't get back in until 5 a.m., uh, would they would they do the team bus hit a bar or something until two? Oh, I know it was probably by the time we got to the whole uh, to the airport, it was probably
8: about uh, one, and then we had to sit there. We sat there for probably about two hours. You know, at the airport, then we finally, you know, took off. And like I said, by the time I got home, we landed a little bit before that, but I got like a 45-minute ride from the airport. So by the time I got home, it was probably about 5 o'clock in the morning. But like I said, it was well worth it because, man, look, I didn't sleep. Your adrenaline. And look, I didn't even play. And my adrenaline was up, so... You know, I didn't sleep on the plane ride back. It was a quiet plane ride back. You know what? It was a business uh, plane ride back, and I like that. Them young boys ain't, uh, you know, overly excited about what they did. They went out, handled their business, and they they acted that way. So I like that. I like that in the team.
1: But you guys have to sit there for a couple hours. You have plane trouble?
8: That, not that. They had to de ISIS. They had to blow things on. They, yeah, then we just sat there. We I don't know what happened, man. You know, but look, I'd rather sit there than to be up. And something, you know what I'm saying? So take care of me while I'm on the ground. You know what I'm saying? I don't need nothing going on while we're in the air.
1: That's it. Lomas knocked on that of cabin door. He said, fellas, <laughs> if you take off before it's fixed, yeah. you got to deal with me. Yeah. <laughs> now can I get a, another of that one ounce bag of peanuts that will get me through my flight there you go Jeez. they
8: take care of you though when you go, when oh. we go first class so they take care
1: of us what do you guys have like steak dinners flying back Oh, man, they take huge. You got stuff before you get there. Now, you don't get all that. It ain't
8: that. You know, it ain't all that yet. But You know what I'm saying? They take care of you. They, kept, they keep the big fellas nourished, man. That's why them big guys up in front, the front five guys, that's why they go out there and take care of their business. They have to keep them nourished. And can I say their names? Uh, please, huge. Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnall, You know, we got Evan Brown, and then we got the great Penay Shul. Hey, those are the guys that made it happen for us this year. People need to know those names because if anything's going to happen going forward, it's going to fall on their shoulders.
1: And the future looks good, man. You know, I was talking before I came to you in that opening huge opinion this hour, uh, the foundation, uh, what lies ahead, free agents now looking at Detroit as a destination, you know, golf maybe will be like getting Pudge Rodriguez, where it changed uh, the entire course of the franchise uh, for a decade. Uh, but I look at the Lions and pick six and 18 in the first round, two second rounders, I think four of the top 60 picks right now based on how the Vikings uh, finish. Uh, they fill some holes, they create depth, get a solid backup QB in case golf ever went down. They're not that far from being a team that could win the NFC. Look how quick you can flip it. Ask the Eagles, right?
8: Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree 100% because, you know, again, Minnesota, yeah, they ended up winning in our division this year. But, again, you see all those close wins that they had, and you see how we took care of business one of the games and should have beat them both games this year. So, you know, if anything, the confidence level has to be up. It has to be high for those. Guys, going into the all season, you know, it should make you want to work out a little harder during the all season, or come in a little earlier to watch more film, or do whatever you have to do, you know, as a young player to get better. Because the way you finish this season, and it, it, it couldn't have been per, more perfect. Beating a you know a, a hot Minnesota team and then knocking like you say Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs. I mean that's a great way to finish against your division foes five and one in the division. I mean that that's a really really good year from where we started at. The only thing you look back on and you say what if what if we going to start at one and six?
1: And what ifs? But also you, you even look at uh, Seattle coming back to beat. Uh, The Rams and, you know, Baker had the wide open game winning touchdown and OT and just couldn't throw it far enough that, you know, would they have played with that much passion last night? Would they have taken that many chances as they did with the playoff spot not on the line? The pressure to uh, uphold all of that, would they have been able to handle it? We watched, you know, the Carolina game. They didn't handle uh, the pressure well there, but they came back to finish uh, strong. I think the lessons learned by Dan Campbell in Minneapolis when he decided to kick the field goal, he wasn't going to do it uh, in Green Bay last night. He grew in only a second year as a head coach. There's, there's so many learning lessons, and I'm not that moral victory type of guy, Lomas, you know me, that I look at this team and how they finished and what they did last night and what they have. My only concern is the Texans just asked Ben Johnson to interview him. And he can be a hot commodity, especially with uh, the primetime TV coverage last night. I just, uh, that's part of winning, that you're going to get the transition of players and coaches and guys that you can't afford to keep, like, you know, who knows with Jamal Williams or, you know, Ben Johnson. But, man, they got they got something good going right now, and it's beautiful uh, that 8 well, and 2 finish.
8: You know, well, Huge, let me say this, and I know that's the one thing that Dan knows, Campbell, meaning me and him, playing together two years. In New York, and, you know, if you think about it, my first year there in 2000, we got to the Super Bowl. We lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens. The band lost to the Ravens. And that next year, we didn't even qualify for the playoffs. So Dan knows the importance of being in the moment and taking advantage of it. Because it may not come back around to you. It's a lot of things that we said and everything. And, you know, I can reflect back to 1991 um, when one game away from the Mm. championship and then we had all these unfortunate things start happening to us. And we never got back, never got back to that point. The organization hadn't been back. And I'm not saying that to say anything about this this team this year. I'm just saying, you know, things in the NFL, you have to take advantage of it. And I like the way Dan stressed that that our next step has to be to get in the playoffs. Because once, like he says, and he knows it, once you get in there, anything can happen. Back in 2000, they didn't think as a Giants team we were going to beat Criber Duffield, we beat them in the first round in the playoffs, and then that powerful um, Minnesota Vikings team with Randy Moss and Carl Pepper We beat them, shut them out in the championship game. Nobody expected that. So he knows if you get in there, there's an opportunity. So you just have to be able to handle the moment and get in there. And Dan knows that. So he knows the next step is to get in the playoffs. And if we could get in there, you know, we got to take advantage of it because you just never, never know in the NFL from year to year.
1: But you mentioned uh, the 91 team, the 92 playoffs. I talked about them in this opening huge opinion at the top of the hour. There were questions about Fonz. Could he take the team to the next level? There were questions about the front office, about ownership's involvement. Uh, You don't have those questions right now. Now it comes down to the games. It comes down to talent, talent depth, QB play, and having a backup QB. All the boxes are checked for the first time in Lions franchise history, the modern era, for this team to become a champion. They are checked for the first time.
8: I agree 110% with you on that. Like I said, this is the best culture style that I've seen since I've been here, and I got here in 1985. I mean, you think about all the ex players as as coaches on this staff right here. Like you said, I think Schiller, Ford and Steenham, they are doing a great job. I mean, they've been doing what they needed to do. They've been—if they needed the free agents, they went out and got them. They put people in place. Chris Spielman going there. So you're right. The organization, the structure, Brad Holmes with everything that he's doing, Ray Agnew, some of the people, John Dorsey, some of the names and some of the experience that they have under them. I don't think, I'm telling you, the only group that rivaled them to me is is our group when we had uh, our great scout that went to Pittsburgh, Kevin Colbert and, uh, Uh, when we had our scouting group together, and they made a big, big difference because they kept bringing in the talent. and They kept bringing in the talent that maybe nobody knew about or low-round talent. That's what they were able to do, and we have that. We have, like you said, everything in place right now. So, really... You know, it's, it's going to fall on the players. It's going to fall. And of course, it, it can happen with money and different things like that with free agency. But now it's in the players' hands. And I think that's where the players want it to be at. If you are a player, you want it to be in your hands. And that's where it is for the Lions coming up.
1: Lomas Brown for the Lions Radio Network, former Lion, NFL, great, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Lomas, good stuff. Get some downtime. I look forward to talking football again with you soon absolutely. Take care, huge. Yeah, back at you, Lomas Brown, one of the good guys. Check it in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad for the Lions season. You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add huge Show on Twitter, the huge Show on Facebook. Budweiser is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Jeremy Reisman, columnist, insider from Pride of Detroit. We'll talk Lions, the game last night, the future. He'll check in next.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge.
9: The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12 through 15, at the Suburban Collection Showplace, with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle, fishing boats, and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Martzona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the fishing boat show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop fishing tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through the 15th, at the Suburban Collection Showplace. It's Christmas, Christmas for fishermen.
1: fishermen here with a reminder that I'll be live this Friday 3 until 6 statewide from the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi on the east side of the state. This is the biggest fishing show in America over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing trips, fishing boats, and also it features like Ultimate, a huge indoor lake, on-the-water seminars daily. Look for the huge show live at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit this Friday statewide. 3 until 6.
6: Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with 7 for $7. No luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy 7 or more and get each for only a dollar. From Meyer Instant Oatmeal and Meyer Pasta Sauce to Meyer Facial Tissue, there's so many ways to 7 for $7. Plus, California Sweet Seedless Mandarins, just $2.99 for a 3-pound bag. And shop the same low Meyer prices in-store and online. Exclusions apply. See all
1: the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Hey, Michigan, let's
4: go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app eagle casino and sports sign up now and get up to $1,500 that's right we'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins eagle casino and sports made in michigan made for
1: michigan must be 21 or older in michigan to play The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. One of the best in the business. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit Lions, NFL insider in a few moments. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist in about 30 minutes. Mike Detroit DetroitLions.com will check in. What a win last night. Nothing to play for, but you would have thought the Lions were the ones that were playing to make the playoffs. And beyond just what that game meant, it really was the big stage, and it showed America, NFL fans, the Lions Nation, and all of us here in Michigan and coast to coast that this team is ready for the next step. They are talent, coaching, front office, ownership, everything in place for the first time ever. Lomas Brown just agreed with that in our last segment. And that includes the Barry, Calvin, and Stafford eras, which produced one playoff win and not one for Stafford or Calvin Johnson. Think about that. They're ready. I'm telling you, this next five-year window, and with salary cap and coaching movement and free agency value going up for players who play on good teams where you can't re-sign them, they're set for a great run. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad from the Lions. Season 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. And also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They're at home tomorrow night. Tuesdays are buy one ticket, get one free. Denzel Valentine and Maine. On the west side of the state in Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. And also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go talk about the Lions' game last night. Uh, Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL blogger. Uh, he is standing by in the Meyer guest line. Welcome back, my friend.
10: Hey, thanks for having me again.
1: Wow. I, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I listened to the end of the Seattle Rams game, and then I'm like, okay, it it, it really took a lot out of me that the Lions kicking off at 820 aren't playing for anything. But wow, uh, the intensity, the energy, uh, the Sunday night football in America stage, uh, the Lions not only answered the bell, they just pounded it. What what a performance start to finish by everything connected to this team on and off the field.
10: Yeah, no question. And, you know, in the lead-up to the week, we, we kept hearing from the players and the coaches that, you know, it wasn't really going to matter to them whether the playoffs were on the line or not, they were still going to give it their all. And it's easy to say that, right? It's easy to, to you know, those are platitudes. Every, every coaching staff and players would say that, obviously. Um, it's it's another thing entirely to actually go out there and back it up, and it's I think that's that speaks hugely to, to the culture here, right? Um, it, it's again that's something that we've heard all the time, like oh they're building a culture, they're building a culture. Well, what does that mean? Does that actually mean anything? Does that translate into wins? And I think you saw last night that's that's what it means right there. Is the team they're going to give it their all? They're, they, you know, the the whole like the, the line that they kept spewing was, you know. We're, we're motivated to kick our division rival out. And usually that's something that, you know, I think motivates fans. You never know if it's going to resonate with players, especially a young roster that maybe hasn't really developed that rivalry with the Packers yet. But they backed everything they said all week up uh, on, on Sunday with, with one of their better performances of the year, especially in that second half.
1: And what surprised you about the Lions' win last night the most? Uh, you just, you know, after the game or – uh, last night, this morning, uh, you're writing a story for Pride of Detroit, or sending out a tweet, or just thinking to yourself, "What? I don't. I think shock. Not, it doesn't shock me because I look at the way they played against Jacksonville, and then I look at Jacksonville uh, in the playoffs over the AFC. That was within the last month. Uh, but what surprised you the most last night on what the Lions did in Green Bay?
10: Yeah. I, well, first of all, I'm with you. I, nothing was that shocking because this team has been playing like a top ten team for two months now. Um, but there was just kind of a drastic shift at at halftime, I thought. Um, This was a team that was kind of getting run on in the first half and and couldn't really get anything going on offense in the second half, and then it just completely flipped the the script in the second half. It it almost reminded me of a Michigan performance where the running game wasn't going, but eventually they wore them down, and in the second half, they were running the ball plenty well, and I think that had a big reason why they they scored both their touchdowns in the second half, and they started stopping the run. And um, again, yeah, it's very Michigan-like performance, and... They really dominated them in, in the in the second half there and never let off the gas. And um, you, you saw them put the game away too, which is, again, not not something surprising. That's something the Lions have really done well this entire year is when the game's on the line, they're going to dial up a play that, that wins them the ball game. And uh, they did it again on, on Sunday. So I guess nothing was truly shocking, but it, it was kind of neat to see them kind of just flip on the switch at halftime and, and, and really give it to them.
1: Even with the missed field goal when it was 9-3, I'm thinking, you know, this defense – has kept the Lions in the game because if this is twenty-one-three, if it's seventeen-three, I think it's game over.
10: Yeah, that's a that's a really good point too. Lions were, were very good in the red zone uh, defensively last uh, last night. Packers have not been a good team in the red zone, so I think that that helps a little bit. But um, they, they really didn't give up a lot of big plays on the ground. Um, you know, they gave up a couple through the air. One on the big pass interference, and I think Amani uh, gave up a, a big one through the air as well. But that really felt like it. They they really forced the Packers to earn every one of those yards. It was kind of bend, don't break in that first uh, half. And um, eventually the Packers kind of broke down when it came to the red zone. And, and that worked out fine for them because it, yeah, it kept them in that game where it, it could have spiraled out of control pretty early there.
1: Jeremy Reisman, uh, columnist, insider, when it comes to lines in the NFL for Pride of Detroit, joining us on the Meyer, I guess line a year from now, Jeremy, you and I are talking it's the Monday after the Lions' last game. Not necessarily regular season. Could be playoffs, could be the end of the 17-game regular season. Uh, what do you think we'll be talking about a year from now when it comes to the Lions?
10: Oh, man, I, I sure hope it would, it'll would. it be a, a, a division title. Um, I think that's kind of where the bar is set now. Um, you know, you, you can never guarantee that, that progress will be linear. You can never guarantee that, uh, you know, everyone you need to stay healthy is going to stay healthy. But... Um, there's really no other uh, bar I think that you can set for next year than that. Um, this is a team that finished eight and two. This is a team that I think most people would would say having, you know just passing the eye test, you know, forget record for a second, they were already the best team in the NFC North, especially down you know the last half of the season. So um, the bar is set there and then and then yeah, if you win the division, well, you're talking about a home playoff team for the first time in Ford Field history. Um, and and who knows what can happen from there. So that's where the bar is set. Um, And, you know, it's certainly reasonable to think they can get there given how young their roster is, given that they get two more first-round picks this upcoming season. And and they got some free agency um, money to spend as well. So, yeah, if if, – if they don't make it there, I think it's already fair to call 2023 a disappointment if, if, if they can't reach that
1: bar. And something about the big stage national TV Sunday Night Football in America what the Lions did to close out the season. For the first time in a long time, they become an attractive destination for top shelf free agents.
10: Yeah. Dan Campbell said as much uh, today, you know, uh, and, and he says, sure, the national attention – gets you some of that. Sure, the 8-2 record um, gets you some of that, but it's also the culture. It's also, you know, all these players know each other. They share agents. They, they know each other from college, all of those sort of things. Um, and so they talk to each other when, when making decisions in free agency. And, and yeah, ultimately it's going to be money that talks the, the loudest, but culture is going to matter too. And, and we, we saw it a lot with some of the guys that they brought in last year. Um, now I think they're going to have a little bit more money to spend so they can maybe look to uh, a higher tier of, of, of caliber of players in free agency and and they're gonna know. They're gonna hear about all the, the fun that this team had. I mean they you can see the fun that they're having out there on the field, um, with some of the, the fun play calling they're doing. And and you know they the the players here will will tell you just how much they believe that this team is is only just getting started with, with the on field accomplishments.
1: Jeremy Reisman, NFL insider Lions expert, Pride of Detroit, joining us on the Meyer Guess on Jeremy. Appreciate the time. We'll catch up down the road. Off is going to be interesting uh, with free agency and also the Lions picking at six and 18 uh, in the first round. I think they're going to get a corner and an edge rusher and linebacker uh, that could play the opposite side of uh, Hutch. And one final thought though, Aiden Hutchinson lived up to that number two pick. I think about the pressure from Michigan, from Dearborn picked by the hometown team, went through the lull when there were injuries on the defensive line and, Opposition was double-teaming him, scheming to keep him out of the backfield. But uh, what he did last night, the Lambeau leap with the Lions fans (laughs) after the game, you you talk about a rock star already. Uh, He exceeded expectations as the number two overall pick.
10: Yeah, I think think that's probably fair to say. I mean, the nine-and-a-half sack season is is nothing to to shake a stick at. And, And like you said, early on in the season, they were really kind of focusing in on him. And finally, kind of when James Houston... Emerged, uh, it gave Hutchinson the opportunity. I think to play a more natural position over there, and you know when when he's going to get one on ones, he's he's going to win more than his fair share. And it, I think really his improvement in the run game, which is something that kind of goes overlooked on the stat sheet, um, was maybe the biggest progress he made in, in that uh, season. Because you know early on, you saw a bunch of these mobile quarterbacks do these rollouts, and and Hutchinson would his you know his natural aggression would get the better of him and crash in and and give up a big rushing lane. um, You saw really um, the the previous week against the Chicago Bears. That's when he really shined and and showed that he's grown there. And and that's all you want, right? And and you can throw out all the stats that that you want, but um, if if your player isn't growing and getting better throughout the season, um, then then they're standing still and and, and maybe not – maybe won't ever reach their full potential. But Hutchinson got better week after week after week, and that's exactly what the coaching staff said they were expecting from him because he's a guy that doesn't make his mistakes um, twice. And so, yeah, I think the the sky's the limit for that guy in the future, and and he just closed out a pretty impressive rookie season.
1: Amen. Jeremy Reisman, follow him prior to Detroit. Uh, Check that out, Twitter, uh, online. Appreciate the time today, my friend. No problem, anytime. All right, Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Meyer Guest line, And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is a Moneyline Monday uh, presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code HUGE. You can get it on the action tonight, TCU and Georgia. Uh, you have NBA action And this is a cool offer for huge show listeners. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone... Can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same-game parlays. So you can do one tonight on TCU and Georgia. I'm having a tough time even wanting to watch it, and I'll have to because I do a statewide sports show, but I'm sick to my stomach. Michigan's not in the title game. I am absolutely sick to my stomach. That's a pretty good endorsement spot right here. <laughs> so if you want to get in on the action... Uh, TZU and Georgia do a same-game parlay. You can check the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, for the latest numbers on that game. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, use code HUGE when you sign up. And remember, for Hoops fans, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win. Just win and get $150 in free bets, if they do, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Fish on!
9: The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through 15th. At the Suburban Collection Show Place, with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle, fishing boats, and fishing trips. Take it from Fishing Pro, Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's The Fishing Boat Show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop fishing tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through the 15th. At the Suburban Collection Show Place, it's Christmas
1: Christmas for fishermen. fishermen. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be live this Friday 3 until 6 statewide from the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi on the east side of the state. This is the biggest fishing show in America over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing trips, fishing boats, and also it features like Ultimate, a huge indoor lake, on-the-water seminars daily. Look for the huge show live at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit
5: this Friday statewide three until six are you ready the toughest sport on dirt is back for an all new 2023 season join the party and come watch the cowboys of the pbr tractor supply company classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at van andel arena january 27th and 28th tickets on sale now at pbr.com or ticketmaster.com The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th.
4: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And having a winter blast with up to $25,000. Every Saturday in January from 7 to 10 p.m., you can win $1,500 in premium play. Then, at 11 p.m. each week, one lucky player takes home $25,000 cash. That's hundred sixty dollars all month long. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. I was looking at CBSSports.com with the Lions picking at 6-18. Their mock draft had the Lions taking edge linebacker Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech at 6 And Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon, who runs a 4-2. Rizzi talked about him last week. At number 18, another one has them taking C.J. Stroud at 6. And Joey Porter, corner out of Penn State. Actually, I don't mind both of those mocks. I just think you don't need a young quarterback right now that you are built to win now. And do you want to invest in... Pick six in a quarterback when you can grab a quarterback with one of those two second-rounders or even a third-rounder. We'll talk more Lions. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com within an hour. Frank Schwab, national columnist, Yahoo.com. When it comes to the National Football League, he'll join us. Your opinions, one 866 Also, if you've missed any interview, any hour, any podcast, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart. Podbean and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big,
0: Bad. huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Mondays on the HUGE show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app today and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups like an NBA pre-game money line bet for new customers of just five bucks could get you $150 in free bets if they win or you can get it on the action tonight with TCU in Georgia in the college football playoff national championship game, NHL, golf, soccer and more. Michigan Michigan State hoops. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. It is a Monday broadcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan.
0: Are you ready for HUGE opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the auto value bumper-to-bumper parts studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number
1: three on a huge Monday. Lions with one of the most important wins to me in franchise history since they beat the Cowboys at the Silverdome in January of 1992. So much meaning on the field, off the field, Sunday night football in America. Not allowing Rodgers and the Packers to go to the playoffs. I look at the Lions now as a legit top-ten team in the NFL, and they're only going to get better. Now reports from Tom Palacero at the NFL Network, Ben Johnson. May interview for the open head coaching position with the Houston Texans. Texans have asked the Lions for permission. How about this from the NFL? Bills Damar Hamlin heads home. Released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Still a journey back from the health issues, but think about this less than a week ago. His heart stopped on the field. He died and he was resuscitated by Bill's personnel, Bengals personnel. And he is home, on his way home to Buffalo. That puts life in perspective. It really does. And Blake Coram is gonna make another run with Michigan. He is coming back. That came out earlier this afternoon. I saw the story at the Wolverine.com. It's pretty cool when Blake Coram can announce he's coming back, but what about Harbaugh? Oh, we get the those who stay will be champions on Friday. Or was that Thursday? Oh, no, it's Friday. Yeah, I think it was Friday. Or third. It was Thursday. And then We get Tom Palacero from the NFL Network saying the Broncos are going to interview Hardball. I say, hey, look at that statement. Those who stay will be champions. He's not going to leave. And he's going to interview. But Blake Corum can make the statement that I'm coming back, but I haven't heard Hardball say that. Mm. But would Blake Corum come back if he didn't know Hardball was coming back? See, I I come up with conspiracies about everything. I really do. Superfly knows that better than anybody. Inside this hour, Frank Schwab, national columnist, also he's based in Denver. I'll get his thoughts on Harbaugh and the Broncos. How real is it? If they offer big money, has a quarterback? It's about the only NFL-ready job for him. I think he would take. And you can see how well the Broncos played after they got rid of Hackett, who wasn't ready to be a head coach. So we'll hear from Frank Schwab. Frank? Hey, Frank. Is that Frank Schwab? Silly Wabbit? He'll join us in a moment. Michael Harris, DetroitLines.com, at the bottom of the hour. I, I love the NBC Universo, the Spanish slash Mexican language call of the end of the game last night when the Lions went for it on fourth, down where they're not going to kick the field goal, I just love this. think that last word was Rodgers is done in Green Bay. I'm not sure I'll have to uh, check for a language update on that. Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider. He is standing by here on the Huled Show across Michigan. Frank, do you think that was Rodgers' last game in a Green Bay uniform last night?
11: I
12: don't. I think he'll be back next year. As much as he he says it's it doesn't bother him, it is a lot of money to pass up, and you know I mean I, we just deal with this every year now, right? Like <clears throat> we're just seeing Rogers kind of draw out the off season and get everyone interested in what he's going to do, and then he comes back, and I don't know, I, I just am to the point of like I'm not going to believe that he's really stepping away until he does it. So I think I will think be back in Green Bay next year, maybe not 2024. I don't know, but. I think right now, just it still makes too much sense for both sides, and I think that uh, it'll end up they'll running they'll end up running it back one more time.
1: You know, speaking of running it back, you run back to August. Uh, you and I uh, were one of the few in the media anywhere in Michigan or America that had this optimism on the Lions at one and six. It didn't look like we were anywhere close. It looked like Dan Campbell. He may be two years and done. off. Uh, shown the door, draft a quarterback, Stroud or Bryce Young, and start over again. And then the Lions decide to finish the season eight and two, nine and eight, and what a performance last night, especially in the second half, to keep Rodgers and the Packers from going to the playoffs. And I said at the start of the show today, broadcasting across the state, and not just because we're here in Michigan, uh, the Lions are a, a top six, top seven team in the NFL right now, and not going to the playoffs.
12: I think you're right, yeah. I think I would take them, I mean, let's just look at the playoff field. Definitely over the Seahawks. I think they're better than the Giants. I think they're better than the Buccaneers, for sure. I mean, the Buccaneers are a bad football team. Uh, They've Destroyed the Jaguars a few weeks ago, so on that side of the bracket, have to pick them. The way the Ravens look without Lamar, okay, I'll pick them, too. Miami, yeah, of course. So we've already eliminated, what, six playoff teams right there, That I would definitely dig a Lions over any of them. I, I just think that... It's just one of those things where they just they dug themselves too big of a hole. Did the one really really bad game down the stretch against Carolina, uh, and that cost them a playoff spot. But other than that, it was it struck me as really rare, and I mean not unprecedented, but rare for a team to feel this good about itself going into the off season without making the playoffs. And they well, should absolutely feel great about themselves and where they're heading and what you know, what direction they're going in with that and they had to the season. There's more to be done in the off season. They're going to have to, you know, build up the defense, I think, for sure. But, I mean, you can see the paths to it, and it's really exciting for the Lions. And I'll tell you this, like, I think we can all see this coming. Once we get to August and everybody's making their predictions – Everybody in the world is going to pick the Lions when the NFC North, like it's some, you know, like shocking, like, here's my sleeper. I'm taking the Lions. Like, everybody's going to do it. They're going to be that team next year. And rightfully so, because you could just see the steps they're making, the progress they're making. And last night, in a weird way, did feel like a passing of the torch almost in that, you know, it just seemed like the the Packers, you know, had to have all these questions now. They had this really disappointing season, really disappointing way to end it. Whereas the Lions finish, like you said, Probably definitely a top 10 team, maybe top eight, seven, whatever. Whereas the Packers are kind of going the other way, having it in the offseason.
1: And you look at the stage in that game last night, it really felt like a playoff game. It did. Now, again, I'm trying mm-hmm. to not be biased, um, you know, broadcasting weekday afternoons all across Michigan, but it had a playoff game feel start to finish.
12: Yeah, and and that helps the Lions, even if they didn't technically make the playoffs. You're right, that that was a playoff game last night. And you knew, I I, I was just so annoyed last week when... So many Seahawks people you on Twitter or whatever, just conspiracy, like, oh, the, the NFL wants the Packers in the playoffs, and that's why they put them on Sunday night, so they get this easy game against the Lions, who won't care. And I was like, hey, has anybody here heard of Dan Campbell? What makes you think that the Lions are going to be laying down in this game, even if they have nothing to play for? Technically, they a playoff spot. They have something to play for in that a winning record, knocking Rodgers and their rivals out of the playoffs at Lambeau Field, finishing the season on a high note. There was a lot to play for for the Lions last night, even without a playoff spot on the line, and they played like it. And it's funny. I wonder, I do wonder how they would have called the game if they were in a playoff, uh, you know, in in that win-and-in situation, would there have been a flea flicker and a hook-and-ladder and and going for it on fourth and two? It just seemed almost like all the pressure was off and they could just go focus on this game as their Super Bowl almost. And it sure paid off for them, and I think it's going to continue to pay off for them going forward.
1: Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com National NFL columnist, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, Kingsbury out as the Cardinals head coach earlier today, GM. Uh, Kime is stepping down, which basically is a nice way of saying he's forced out. They've invested a ton of money in both of those guys and Kyler Murray. This franchise is in disarray. J.J. Watt is done playing. Uh, Kingsbury, I think, will get another college job. That's the way it works. You go to the NFL, fail like a saving, Somebody big is going to grab you at the college level if you want to coach. So uh, you have a lot of openings right now in the NFL. It goes back to the Harbaugh story we talked last week Harbaugh sends out a message about those who stay will be champions. I expect to be the head coach. It seems like he's leaning towards staying at Michigan, no official announcement, and then uh, you get reports that uh, the Broncos are going to interview him this week. So I think you're in Denver, Frank. What are you hearing about the reality that the Broncos could offer Harbaugh the job?
12: Yeah, and I mean he and Peyton are kind of the two names that – Broncos fans are, you know, hoping for, I guess, because that's the, the big, you know, the big score, right? Like, I mean, they, they're they obviously starting this coaching search saying, you know, we're a premier franchise. We're going to land a top-end head coach. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I think they will, just because more than anything, the, the Walton money, I mean, they could, look, whatever Harbaugh's making in Michigan this year, I'm not sure. I know he's got like a $3 million buyout or whatever. They could. The Waltons can basically go to Harbaugh and say, what do you want, double? Okay. That's fine. We don't care about money. We just want to get a big name head coach in here to turn things around and get the fan base excited again. I think that they will try to make a big splash like that. Now, maybe they maybe they just prefer Sean Payton. I, I don't think that they go to the Saints and ask permission if they don't know the draft pick cost involved in trading for payton and whether they would satisfy that they know they know right now how much it would cost if they want to hire sean payton in a draft pick trade and they're willing to give it up so i I do i at this point i do think one of those two guys gets a job and we'll see i think harbaugh's gotten to the point of absolute unpredictability Who, who could possibly know like the things he says don't really match up with with what he's doing. I mean, he would have left last year, had the Minnesota, by all accounts, every single report. Had the Minnesota Vikings simply just offered him the job last year, he would have taken it. He just didn't expect to interview and that kind of threw things sideways. So, I believe that the Broncos come to the table and, and they offer him the job and, and enough money. I don't know. I, 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 it's hard to predict what Harbaugh would do, but but it's gotten to this point, so I think that I, I think that uh, I think he would leave. But again, I, I have no idea what John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh is going to do, and I'm not even sure Michigan knows. I'm not sure the Broncos know. He's kind of, as you guys know up there, uh, <laughs> he's his own character, isn't
1: he? Yeah, and, and again, you know, he can say a year ago after the Vikings. Uh, whatever happened in that room when he thought he was going to get the job and he didn't get an offer—that I'll, I'll stay as your coach as long as you want me—and here later, uh, there's uh, yeah. you know the. Uh, but I think it's the Broncos' money that if they are going to pay fifteen, twenty million for a head coach, and you're right, do they want to give up any more draft stock after what they gave up to get Wilson? I will say this: the firing of Hackett. You watched how much better the team played. That's just a reality. That was easy for everybody to see. So uh, the only job I really kind of feel he's been connected to is Denver because, you know, whether it's Houston, now Arizona, uh, Arizona could be interesting with Kyler Murray, uh, you know, if healthy. Indy, you're you're a long ways away from competing. Same thing with the Texans. So I would say Denver, but now the opening with Arizona, you have another quarterback who's a potential MVP type of guy, and Kyler Murray – and Kingsbury, like I said, there'll be a D1 big school that will take him in a heartbeat. Uh, that will be a no-brainer He'll, if he wants to coach.
12: Yeah, and I think with the Cardinals, the Cardinals is interesting because of the injury to Murray. Right. But he's got an ACL. Does he come back the same? And does a new coach Harbaugh, Payton, whoever, believe in him as an NFL quarterback? I mean, there are limitations. There, there has been inconsistency. Uh, he he has some greatness to him at times, but I don't know. It would just depend on on each coach. And you sitting down and asking, "What's your honest assessment of Kyler Murray?" and that would determine whether he would take that job because Arizona doesn't have a lot going for it, other than I mean, the third pick of the draft, Kyler Murray, but no history. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess. he the opportunity to go there and kind of pay, either be your GM if you're Sean Payton or pick your GM if you don't want to do both jobs. That's appealing because that job's open. But if you look at these openings, and I think they're pretty bad as a whole. Like if you're Sean Payton and you're like gearing up, like, okay, I'm going to get back into the NFL 2023 – you're probably looking at all these openings and think, Ugh, really? Like the Colts, like you said, are a million years away. The 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 Texans are just a joke right now. The Broncos have their issues, like they did play well in the last two games, and that does I think it really, really helped them in this coaching search. But there's not a great opening out there. There's really not. Maybe the Panthers might be the best one. I don't know, because the NFC South isn't that good. As far as Kingsbury goes I don't know. I think he he could be an NFL offensive coordinator, maybe. Uh, McVay really, really likes him, so maybe like if McVay comes back, he's a Rams offensive coordinator or something. But, yeah, he could probably go back to college and get a job. But Cliff Kingsbury wasn't a very good college coach. He posted four losing seasons in five years. Like, are we sure we know what we're getting out of Cliff Kingsbury? There's a reason that he jumped at the chance to be USC's offensive coordinator. He didn't think he was getting a big time head coaching job anywhere else. He was like USC offensive coordinator. Sure, I'll go for that. And then all of a sudden, the Jets and Cardinals wanted him. So Cliff is going to be interesting, just because I don't I don't know if he's good. I don't know if he's a good coach. He has nothing really on his resume right now that tells you he's a good coach at the college or pro level.
1: And he got that extension. A recent extension to 2027, so uh, he's set for life financially. What the Cardinals gave him,
12: yeah. Yeah, if he wants it, he's a young enough guy. He could do this. He just say, you know what, I'm taking four years off, whatever, and then reemerge. And he's, I think he's like. Forty-three, something like that. I mean, he'd be. You know, I'm not even fifty years old. and say, okay, I want to be a coordinator again. Yeah, somebody would hire him in the coach and the college ranks. And then he has a year as a coordinator. Becomes a head coach, or just becomes a head coach in a mid-major or something. There's plenty of paths for Cliff right now. Yeah, he doesn't. If he's burned out from coaching a little bit, he can take a year or two off. And and I don't think any. I don't. I don't think that would really disrupt him too much because he's still a pretty young guy.
1: He's a pretty young guy, Frank Schwab, youngest columnist in the history of professional football. Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider joining us. And great news, uh, DeMar Hamlin headed back home from University of Cincinnati uh, Medical Center less than a week after his heart stopping on the field. So uh, what a ride. Uh, What a game for the Bills with the opening kick return. And Hines said, I'm going to get another one. And the emotion of it for Buffalo and uh, just the week and the season in in the National Football League uh, it's been one of the best and worst at times I've ever seen
12: yeah it's I, it was a crazy ride. I'll say this about the that moment with Naheem Hines. I mean, mm. you, can't even script that. Uh-huh. you can't even script that. that was unbelievable and reminded. And I'm sure there's some baseball fans out there. Reminded me so much of E Gordon homering right after his teammate Jose Fernandez's death with the Miami Marlins. And Dee Gordon's crying and going around the, the the bases. Now, I mean, it, this one is even better because Demar obviously is recovering. He said on his way home today, he's tweeting about it. The Bills, they showed that sideline and. It just was it was something to watch I mean just the just the shock and emotion in a good way for that team that had been through so much six days before was awesome I, I, and you just wonder, look i don 't know that necessarily it 's the right thing or whatever to to use something like this as this emotional like touch point, but we see it all the time in sports, and you wonder uh, the bills use this as uh, you know this positive uh, motivational energy going into the playoffs. What a story that would be, huh? Them hoisting a Super Bowl trophy mm. for DeMar Hamlin, You know oh. I mean? And it's, it's totally on the table for them. You could see yesterday that, that they're going to get a little boost out of this and, and come together as a team uh, down the stretch here. Yeah,
1: think about if uh, they're getting ready to get the Vince Lombardi trophy and DeMar's uh, strong enough to be there and they give it to him to hoist it first. Mm.
12: Right, I mean that. Oh. This is I, you could just. I mean that's a Hollywood ending. Right? Yeah, that's like, that's I goosebumps mean, right is, now, and I'm. I'm yeah. not even saying it's yeah. going to happen.
1: It's goosebumps, and I thought the CBS opening into the game yesterday uh, was as good as anything I've ever seen, and it's real. Uh, this, you know, what the training staff did, and the, the way the Bills lined up, the training staff by name and introduced them like they're introducing a team. And the roar of the crowd in Buffalo and America and United. And one thing I said to start this show today, Frank, that no matter what you feel about sports, whether you're a fan of this sport, this sport, this sport, or you don't like this, there is nothing in the history of this country that has united uh, this country, maybe outside of World War II and 9-11 or JFK's assassination. But I'm talking even 9-11 drifted into the sports arena and even World War II, before it started, what Jesse Owens did in front of Hitler in Berlin—the uh, the way sports unites this country—and we don't see color, we don't see what God you worship or don't worship, we don't see your political affiliation for the most part, and and we all just come together. And uh, you know, the week with Damar Hamlin, and I know it's not over for him, uh, but going home and and what it did to. Uh, bring positive news uh, to Twitter, Facebook in this country. Uh, it was amazing. It was.
12: Yeah, I, I mean, and, and to turn you know what could have been a and it was it was very traumatic. And I, I, I'm you know I don't mean to minimize that, but to turn that into such a positive with the eight million going to his toy drive, I mean, and getting to know Damar Hamlin and letting people know like some of these you know some of these guys behind the helmets they're they're all real people and some of them are really really great people and i think it's shined a light on demar hamlin and maybe a lot of his nfl brethren of these guys are really good human beings like from i mean we don't know these guys know them right but every account of demar hamlin that was written since what happened to him on last monday paints him as such a, a Really cool, amazing young man. Bright future ahead of him, whether it's football or not. And like you said, I, I agree. With you. Like sports is the one thing that, hey, you know, I mean, uh, that, that's the one thing we can we can come together on. <laughs> it always doesn't always work that way, but in a situation like this. Everybody was behind Lamar Hamlin. Every NFL stadium, you saw signs, you saw people wearing jerseys. You saw, like here in Denver, uh, the two number threes, uh, Russell Wilson, Derwin James from the Chargers, came together in midfield, and then they had a the teams had a prayer after that, like stuff like that. Is just, I mean, it's it's unique. It's it's absolutely possibly unique to sports.
1: Amen. I'm right there with you, Frank Schwab, Yahoo. dot com National NFL Insider, talking about the Lions, the playoffs, Kingsbury, and ending. Uh, with the return of DeMar Hamlin to his home in Buffalo as he was released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center earlier today. Frank, always appreciate your insight, your opinions, you're different, that's why I love it. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Alright, Frank Schwab checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. Next segment, Mike O'Hare DetroitLions.com uh, will join us, we'll get his thoughts on that Sunday night in Green Bay. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad for the Lions' season. Uh, You can drop your comments on air, 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. In downtown GR, they're at home tomorrow night, taking on Denzel Valentine and Maine. Every Tuesday home game is buy one ticket, get one free. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. The Van Andel Arena box office in downtown GR, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
5: It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions finished the 2022 regular season at 9-8 after closing the year with a road victory against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football in primetime 20-16. The Lions won the turnover battle 2-0 by forcing and recovering to fumble and sending a full house blitz out of third down for another Kirby Joseph interception helped duel a defense that held the pack to just 291 total yards. Rookie Aiden Hutchinson added two sacks to get his season total to 9.5, just a half a sack shy of the rookie record. He and fellow teammate James Houston became the first rookie teammates in NFL history to each have 8 plus sacks in the same season. Jamal Williams set a franchise record with 17 rushing touchdowns in one single year. And although the Seahawks eliminated the Lions from playoff contention about 40 minutes prior to kickoff, Detroit returned the favor in Green Bay, eliminating the pack for the playoffs. A signature win for the brand new
1: Lions.
4: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and finding piggy riches for up to $10,000. Every Friday in January, one lucky winner every hour from 7 to 11 p.m. will break the piggy and reveal their prize from $500 premium play all the way up to ten grand in cash. Don't miss Piggy Riches, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: We are back live across Michigan, 19 stations strong for the one close to you, or you can listen weekdays three until six, go to the huge show.net. Also on the iHeart app, search the huge show. And you can listen anywhere in America where you have mobile service. Just search the huge show on the iHeart app. Let's go get his thoughts on one of the bigger nights or games for the lions that I've watched in my lifetime, you know, outside of what happened at the Silver Dome with Barry uh, beating up the Cowboys, last night was big. It's big for the future of the franchise, the current state of the franchise, and just the fact that ownership, the front office, the coaching staff, and the talent pool is as good as I've ever seen with the Lions, and that's not hyperbole. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider standing by. How you doing, Michael?
11: I'm doing fine Huge. how are you?
1: Good. Uh the vibe right now out of Allen Park. I know you've been around the Lions a lot working for detroitlions.com and during your radio and newspaper days in Detroit, but the state of the Lions uh, may be as good as I've ever seen it. You agree or disagree?
11: Well, I don't disagree and I don't fully agree either because they've had they've had periods where they really were rolling pretty good and And the one that I bring to mind most of the time, most often, is the 1990s, from '91 through really the 2000s, where I think they had, you know, seven winning records, or I think seven winning records in one tie, and made the playoffs five times and won a couple of division titles. And they really had, you know, huge a veteran team for a lot of that period too, with Herman Moore and Barry Sanders and you know Chris Spielman and Benny Blades and. You know Jerry Ball and all those guys. This team is developing that right now, and it might and it might reach that level. Uh, certainly, a better quarterback than the Lions had at any point in that period. But uh, it's it, it, it's it's still a building process. They're two years into this building program. I'm not saying rebuilding because what they inherited was not it was building. It wasn't rebuilt. There was nothing there, and, and they've done just a, just a terrific job. Brad Jones and uh, and and. and Excuse me, Brad
1: Jones and, and Dan Campbell. You mean Brad Holmes? I, I, you were, I know Did you. Were, I say Jones. Yeah, yeah Brad Holmes. Uh, trust me, I, I the names have been. I've called him John Holmes, Pete Holmes, uh, Brad Holmes. Uh, trust me, the names have been all over I, the place for me. <laughs> let,
11: let's stick with Brad Holmes
1: for a while. Yeah, I've, I've called him Wayne Campbell, uh, Dan Fons, uh Again, with the coaches, <laughs> it, it, the seasons all run together and the eras run together, but. Uh, last night, what they did on national TV, keeping Rodgers and the Packers from the playoffs, the foundation uh, now set for this team. Uh, I think the bar uh, has been raised to be an NFC North contender and uh, host home playoff games. Would you agree or disagree with that?
11: Uh, I would agree 100% with that. And that's the vibe. You know, today is like, I wouldn't call it getaway day, but it's, you know, this is a the players are, are departing today, and we're in the locker room with a bunch of guys. And, and The vibe was they can't wait to start next season. Now, they look. Let's be honest; they need their rest and recuperation and all that other stuff. But those those guys are, are really they're ready to roll, ready to ready to pick up where they left off. Uh, what
1: What excites you the most about the short term future, which would be the upcoming season?
11: Uh, the fact that they were eight and two in their last ten games, if they, in other words, they were they were playing playing from behind for a long time, really just trying to catch up and, and get get even. And they did more than that and put themselves in a position, you know, last night huge, where if, if they win, they've got a chance at the playoffs. If they don't win, they've got no chance. And they came through and held, you know, upheld their end of it. The one thing they couldn't control and. It was what would happen to Seattle playing the Rams and Seattle won in overtime. Now there were a couple of plays that went. I understand that that went against uh, went against the Rams there, but you know, fair and square, you know, that Seattle won in overtime. But the Detroit Lions then went out and they said, "Look," and uh, on Ross St. Brown, I, we talked to him uh, this afternoon about that, and he said, "Look, either we're going to either we're going to win." a playoff spot, or somebody else is going to lose one, and they exactly right on, on. They're on a mission regardless of what happened.
1: Yeah, Goff, uh, everybody, you know, Campbell, the staff, Goff, hopefully they don't lose Ben Johnson to the Texans or another one of the NFL uh, openings. But just every everything in place to see if they can go take it to the next level. I like. I, said, I agree with you. That era with Herman and Barry and what they had – uh, this doesn't rival it. They still need to go out and put quality seasons back to back. But I think that window is there now uh, for the Lions to chase a championship.
11: Oh I and you know, I, I think they will. I really do. I I agree with you because, like, the one thing that they did not have in that period of time, those ten years when the window was, I mean, they were, you know, they had two division titles and you know, you know, three double, uh, seasons with double digit wins. I mean, they were they were really really good. And Wayne Fonson, I've talked to Wayne, you know, numerous times about that period and he said look if we had if we had Matthew Stafford we'd have won two or three Super Bowls. I don't know about two or three, but they'd have won one at least. And no, not a doubt in my mind about that. But but this team here really I think one of the most important things that has come through this the last season and a half is that they have their quarterback and, and Jared Goff. They don't have to go out hunting and searching and all that and try and, you know, fit somebody into into what they're doing. I think Jared Goff is is their is their quarterback for the foreseeable future and probably beyond that.
1: Your thoughts on the offseason. If you had one, two, and three in an order of priorities for this team to enhance going to that next level we've been discussing in this conversation, Mike, what would those be? One, two, and three?
11: I'd, well, I'd start with a monster interior defensive lineman. Just somebody who you, you have to game plan for. They're hard to get. And, you know, not every draft has one. Every draft has, you know, a couple of guys who look good, but they don't all, they don't all pan out. It's a very, very tough uh, uh, position to, to fill. Now, you'll get guys who look good, and they might be good players, but they're not, you know, they're not dominating players. The Lions need one of those. Uh, next, you know, maybe just a, a pure running back with speed. Uh, you know, Tim Twentyman and I have talked about that in the last couple of days, or actually at part of the day today. And he's, he, you know, I, I agree with him to a to a point that that would be the, the one thing that would absolutely flush out the rest of that that, that offense. If they if they had that, I think they've got two good runners and and Jamal uh, Williams and DeAndre Swift. But just to add an elite elite runner to that offense would make them. As good as anybody in the league, they're they're close to as good as anybody in the league right now with what they have, and with what they might have coming too, with uh, with Jamison Williams developing, we're assuming he'll develop, but the running back, premier running back, would just put them right over the edge.
1: Mike O'Hara, he's been close to the edge, but never over the edge (laughs) with his opinions. (laughs) Senior Uh, insider, yeah, senior insider. At Lions.com, DetroitLions.com. Joining us on the Meyer guest sign, Michael. I'm excited about the offseason. Can't wait for uh, the season to start. I hope Hard Knocks comes back. Run it back, Hard Knocks. I think it would be awesome and do the in-season with the Detroit Lions. One of those. Maybe they'll do the in-season with the Lions like they did with the Cardinals this past year.
11: Well, I don't think they'd like that one, but I'll tell you, for all the years, that they really resisted and strongly resisted, made it known that they didn't want it. And this was, you know, mostly the previous regime, Matt Patricia and so on. I think it really turned out to be an asset for the Detroit because it, it it opened them up to the, to the world at large. And they liked what they saw with these people, with their personality, the way they carried themselves. I'm not saying it won them games, but it certainly didn't hurt them any.
1: Well, think about how it started with hard knocks back in August. And it ended with Sunday Night Football in America and everything in between, one and six start to the eight and two finish. What a ride with the Lions! Can't wait to see what the future holds. Michael, enjoy your Monday night.
11: All right, huge thanks for having me.
1: All right, Michael O'Hare from the senior columnist, checking in on the Meyer guest sign and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. We do have one final segment straight ahead.
0: Everything huge, twenty four seven at the dot net.
9: Fish on! The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through 15th. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle. Fishing boats and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the Fishing Boat Show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop Fishing Tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show, Detroit, January 12th through the 15th. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, it's Christmas Christmas for fishermen. fishermen.
1: Huge here with a reminder that I'll be live this Friday 3 until 6 statewide from the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit inside Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi on the east side of the state. This is the biggest fishing show in America over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing trips, fishing boats, and also it features like Ultimate, a huge indoor lake, on-the-water seminars daily. Look for the huge show live at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit this Friday statewide 3 until 6
4: Imagine this Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And having a winter blast with up to $25,000. Every Saturday in January from 7 to 10 p.m., you can win $1,500 in premium play. Then, at 11 p.m. each week, one lucky player takes home $25,000 cash. That's one hundred sixty dollars all month long. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete news and details.
11: Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
5: Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The HUGE Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the app and always use promo code HUGE when you sign up. You can get in on the action tonight, TCU and Georgia. You can check out the latest numbers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. I'm going to watch a game, but all I'm going to think about is Michigan should be there. I think Georgia wins this game by at least 14. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, and if you're an NBA fan, the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and new customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, and you can do that tonight. I uh, would CCU and Georgia. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now uh, to get in on the action. Sign up with code HUGE, then place that $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus issued as free bets eligibility and terms at draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Oh, I think Eric Zane is getting ready to join us from the Eric Zane show. The podcast. It's a great podcast. He's a, he's a talent and somebody stopped me when I was at the Ferris, Michigan Tech, Michigan State Western, Great Lakes Invitational uh, Hockey Tournament. And they go, man, I love Zane on the radio. And I said, well, do you listen to his podcast? Just search Eric Zane Show Podcast. Because all he did last year was trash me for my prediction that golf would have more wins in a Lions uniform than Stafford. Then he kept hammering me. Then when they were 1-6 this year, he hammered me saying, oh, did not you say 10 wins? Did you say 10 wins? And he just buried me. And now at nine and eight, after their win last night, you would think the Eric Zane show podcast, Facebook, and Twitter pages were known as Homerland for the Lions. And I didn't see any apology. I didn't see any. Hey, Bill Simonson predicted nine and eight, so I think Eric Zane is standing by. He called in, long time listener. Uh, how you doing, Eric? What are you doing? It's not working. It's not working. There you go, super fine. No, it's not working. The phone isn't working. It isn't. There, you got him on the wrong line, buddy. No, it's on the top line. It doesn't work. Get him off it now. It's a train wreck. Why did? What are you doing? What are you doing? It, it's a train wreck. No, it's a train wreck. It's a. Tra- Get out of here. You hang up on him. It's a train wreck. Why is everything with Eric Zane show podcast a train wreck on the show? Um, why? You put him on a line. I never use that top line. I never use it. Watch. It doesn't work. Is he there? Hey, he was. That's a well-oiled machine. You got him. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. It's super fly. He puts you on a line. I never use that top line. Yeah.
10: Yeah well, I yeah, well, I don't know, Bill.
1: Don't oh know my God! Sorry, on. did you call to apologize for ripping me so much about my predictions with the Lions? Well, first of all, I
10: would like to say that um, the what you did in the prediction of nine and eight is not as impressive as it was terrible last year when you said that Stafford mm. would have would have um, <laughs> would perform worse. Off. Oh, my God. But but you, but you did nail it. You deserve full credit, and I was saving it for this show that I apologize. Congratulations on your absolutely uh, true prediction. But even you couldn't have thought that they were going to do as well as they did when they were
1: 1-6. No, nobody did. And anyone who claims that, the only guy I heard that said, I like what I see, was Merrill Hodge, the former Steelers running back, who joins us weekly on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. He was the only guy anywhere I heard say, I like what I see. Don't be surprised if this team finishes strong. And originally he said like six or seven wins, but uh, nine and eight. You know, Eric, I got to go because we're out of time because I spent two minutes with the phone system. (laughs) I really do. I got to go. (laughs) You put him on a line we never use. He called us. So, but he was on a line we don't use on that top one. I never used that. No, you. this phone system got switched out the other day. We had to reboot it. I, that top line doesn't say line one. <laughs> that was almost perfect, was Zane. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad.
3: Huge.